Welcome back to the Called Not Qualified podcast. I'm Owen. And I'm Natalie. And thanks for joining us and listening. Yeah, we hope you all are having a great week. If you're listening when this just came out, this is our first episode back from Easter. So we hope that you all had a great Easter. We hope that you got some time to celebrate um, the good news of Easter and that you got to spend it with some of your favorite people. So what did you do for Easter? Well, you already know. Okay, well, <laughs> these real. people don't know what she did for Easter, so why don't you tell them? Um, so we had our spring break right before Easter, mm-hmm. and so my family took a trip to Kentucky, Ohio, kind of. We stayed in um, southern Ohio, right along the border of Kentucky, um, and then we went to the Ark Encounter, the real like life-size Noah's Ark uh, museum that they have built there. And the Creation Museum, which is um, through the same organization as the Ark Encounter. And then that was the first half of our spring break. And then for Easter, we didn't do much. We just kind of went to my mom's side of the family and then to my dad's side of the family in the evening because they both live not too far away and spent time there. Got to see some family that we don't see all that often, which was nice. Um, And yeah. Cool. What do you? What did you do? We, yeah, we went down. My family went down to Missouri for a few days. We hung out in Kansas City for a little bit, and then for Easter we came back to our cousins in Iowa. We spent some time there. Uh, it was really good to just see everybody uh, hang out. That group, there's a lot of us, and some of us sometimes get busy, and so we don't get to see each other all that often. So it was fun to get to spend time with them. Um, also, on the extended side of the family, there's a couple of us that will be leaving to head off to school in the fall, so it's just fun to get to enjoy all the time together before that happens. So, yeah. yeah. Like we said, we hope that you all had a great Easter and hopefully had some fun stories and memories of your own. Um, we can take this now. So, you were talking about how you went to the Creation Museum for part of your spring break trip, which is partially how we landed on our main focal point, I guess you would call it, for this episode. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about your thoughts with that? Or Yes. Your... So we uh, were kind of just going, like we were talking a little bit about what we wanted to have this next episode after Easter be on. And... Um, Natalie came to me and was like, well, what if we did it on creation? Because I had just been at the Creation Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and Natalie has been there before. You went, like, a few years ago? I went right? a few years ago with some family. And so for people that don't know what the Creation in Ark is, so, like, Owen was saying, the Ark is, like, a big... It's a life-size version of the Kanoa's Ark model. It's built to size and filled with, like, filled inside with all sorts of models and information. It's basically like a big museum. And then the Creation Museum is a whole museum all dedicated to the topic of creation and the creation story that is recorded in the book of Genesis. Yep. Uh, So yeah, so with me having just been there and Allie having been there before, we thought that this might be a good topic. Um, And I think creation and the whole creation narrative ties into eventually Easter more than what we would necessarily think. Mm -hmm. Um, It all, everything leads up to that. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really cool to be there before Easter and walk through. It's 
the Creation Museum is organized in um, kind of a, it's a bit of a maze. You kind of walk through and see all the different information, and it starts. It's like the museum version of Ikea. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, and <laughs> you can't get out unless you absolutely have to. You have to go through all of it. Before um, you can escape. Which is a genius marketing plan. It actually is. Like, <laughs> if they force you to walk through everything and look at it all before you can leave, I mean, that, for any of you out there, if you want to start a business, that is a very smart, yes. smart way to go. There's a hilarious comedian. I don't know who it is. I'm trying, I'm blanking, but that did a little skit on, like, how they came up with Ikea, and <laughs> it was, like, just these three guys sitting in, like, a conference room, and they're, like... <laughs> I forget how it all went, but... This is uh, a good it, story, then. <laughs> this is a bad story. It was a good but... story. I don't remember the guy or how the skit went, but there was something. <laughs> but they were also making fun of, like... Not really making fun, but of, like, all the food at Ikea. They were, like, they were calling their, like, three-year-old son. They are like, what are your favorite foods? And he's like, meatballs, hot dogs, ice cream. <laughs> like, Ikea's food is really random. They've got, like, the Swedish food and then... Um, the, like, hot dogs and stuff. Okay, this might be a new record for going <laughs> off the rails. It's not even been that many minutes, and we're already super sidetracked. What we were talking about was the museum, how that set yes. up, like, a maze. Oh, I yeah. don't but know how we got there, but what we're going to come back on track a little what bit. What I was saying with that is that it is organized that you walk through, and it starts with the first day of creation, and, like, walks through creation, and then it talks about Adam and Eve, and the fall, and then eventually leads all the way up to Jesus's death and resurrection. Um, I like that you're like was... talking with your hands. Like you like think that people nobody, can, nobody like, can see, see you. this, but I'm like, yeah, okay. he's like making big gestures, but I'm the only one that, that actually knows like what he's doing. But I know at some point we might have to do like a video podcast. I don't know if any of you have heard those, but like it's a thing kind of now for people to do a podcast, but then also like record it and yeah. then post it. It's like on YouTube too or something. That might Sierra, be good because I feel like little setup, yeah, it's pretty good uh, setup. It's kind of just like a card table in a closet under the stairs. <laughs> guys, whatever works. At the end of the day, that's take what we can get. Uh, it's the best sound quality we're gonna get. Speaking of sound quality, just wanted to like mention the last episode. We had some technical difficulties with our microphone. We're working on getting those figured out. So hope that didn't. Uh, Turn you turn you guys off too much. If and you're back listening to episode seven, <laughs> we're thank <impressed>. you for <laughs> going pushing through that and coming back again. We are working to make that better. Yeah, so hopefully so. this is sounding better if you're listening right now. Um, and we're we're still learning at this. We have it's only been going on not that long, but yeah, we're episode getting things figured out. Kind of crazy already. So it's seven is crazy. Um, back, okay, back to where we were going. What were we talking about? Um, creation. Yes. So that's the topic for today. Creation. Um, we just want to walk through some of the things we think is are important to mention surrounding creation. Mm -hmm. So let's just jump right in. Yeah, we've gone off the rails, but we're gonna we're gonna jump into some important stuff now. Not like talking about IKEA and microphones isn't important, but you know. Hey, it's fun. Onward um, and forward. <laughs> so yeah. I think where we just need to start is that God created the world and everything in it, and that mm -hmm. that is what the Bible says, and that is what we believe to be true, yep. and what every Christian believes to be true, and that's kind yep. of the basis of everything. Um, yep. And going with that, 
Um, if you read the creation narrative. Which, you don't have to look far to find that. Open your Bible, it's probably on like the first page. You all might have to like skip through some maps or some, like, what's that thing called? That organizes? Index or something. An index, (laughs) yep. But, yes, just flip until you find where the pages start getting fuller. Wait, no, index is at the back of the book. So what's at the front? Uh. Concord? No. um, That's at the back. Okay, anyway. Glossary. Okay, a glossary. Yep. My middle school or like elementary school. Yeah, or like the table of contents. Language arts teacher would be happy. Okay. So like Miss Dripseth, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> Wait, this is not I don't even know what's going on today. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. The but, so, <laughs> so yes, the creation story is the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis, if you're not familiar. Um and it stretches through a couple chapters? Yep, the first few chapters of Genesis, you've got yeah. the creation of the world, the seven days, then you've got the story of Adam and Eve and God's creation of that, and then you have the eventual fall. That takes you about through the third book of Genesis, I think. So, yeah, where I was going was, uh, I think. if you're reading the creation narrative, uh, you notice that after God created creates each thing, it says mm-hmm. he created blank, and then he saw that it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to open up to like some examples. Yeah. Um, but I think that those lines, why they might seem repetitive and that they might seem like they just get lost in there is, is good because everything that God created is so good. And the thing is, we can all see that it's so good. And God, God doesn't create anything that he doesn't believe to be good and perfect. Sometimes he creates things and we, as humans, we take them and make them into something that they were never supposed to be. But the, everything that God created was designed to be holy and perfect. Yes. And, yeah, I think perfect, like, we have to remember that, like, it truly was perfect. I think we use perfect in a less biblical stance now. And, you know, say, oh, that, like, you do something, you're like, oh, that was perfect. Uh Or, you know, oh, you look perfect. Like, you know, you you use this. And I think we have to remember that nothing is But I think it's, I think it's hard for us because... Obviously, er, God created this perfection, and it only lasted for not very long, and then we took, we brought sin into the world and created a world that was not perfect, and I think that it's hard for us to imagine something that's so perfect, because none of us has ever truly experienced something that is fully and completely perfect, because... Jesus is the only one that is truly perfect. God's creation is the only one that's truly perfect. And us as humans, we have sin in our nature and we turn things into things that are not perfect and we can never truly be perfect on our own. Yes. And I think sometimes, I mean, God's creation is still, I mean, he still, he created it perfectly. And I think we now sin just like um, sometimes blocks us from seeing, seeing God's perfect uh, mm-hmm. intentions and everything if somebody was counting how many times we said perfect in the last not very long just yep if you if you've been counting reach out to us and let yeah, us know, let how, us many know how many it was i'm actually curious now oh speaking of that uh we were going to mention this at the end but i feel like this is a, just a good point um <laughs> if you've been listening for a while and um, you happen to have Instagram. We have an Instagram uh, at called not qualified podcast. 
And we just wanted to mention that because we just we put updates on there for when we're posting. Um, sometimes we will post a few days ahead of time saying like, here's what we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes if we mention something um, really specific in the episode, we'll then post it. Usually on if our we Instagram. talk about a song, we'll yep. put that. So if that's something you'd be interested in, just wanted to mention that. Um, but yeah, that kind of tied in because I was like, how would people actually reach out to us if they don't know how to? But there you go. There you go. Or if you know us, just shoot us a text person and say, hey, this is how many times you said it. Back. Or anything else. If you ever just want to reach out about anything else. Yes. That too. There you it go. It doesn't have to be just be a word count. Uh, so with, oh, did you find those verses? Just I, some, like, yes. So some of them, it's like, uh, God made the waters and the skies and he saw that they were good and God, uh, made land and produced living creatures and he saw that it was good and he made the fish of the sea and he saw that it was good. And I think that the thing that is really cool for us to read is God talks about all these things. He talks about the skies, the stars, the animals, the birds, the seas, and all of it he says was very good. And the last thing he says is then he created man and woman in his own image. And this time he says, and he saw that they were very good, which is, it's only a slight word difference. It's only just a little something, but I think it's just enough to make us stop and realize that God created us. And not only does he say that we're good, he says that we're very good. And he created us. Uh, it says at the beginning of Genesis, God created um, man and woman in his own image and saw that it was perfect. And yeah. yeah, and I think that that created in his image is also something we'll come back to that later. But mm -hmm. um, that's really good, too. I think it's hard for us to sometimes put that like figure out exactly what that means. What like mean in the image of God? What does that mean? But I think it's just saying that God created us to reflect him here, that we were just we're, de we're designed to show God to others. Like we're in his, created yes. in his image. So we are, we have, we aren't perfect like God is, but we still have the ability to show God to others. Mm -hmm. And not only are we created in the image of God, it's also says in Genesis when it talks about the, the, oh, <laughs> the story of creation, God literally breathed his breath into us that he made the first man and he breathed life into him. And I think that if we pause and think about how cool that is that every breath we take is like God's breath that he's poured into us. And I mean, he is obviously the only reason that we can go through days that we can, that we take breaths, that we keep moving. He is the reason for everything because he is the one that mm -hmm. created us. But just reading those verses that were created in him is his image and that he breathes life knows those just kind of blow my mind. Like he's just so good that he created us with a design that was so good and so perfect. Yeah. I think if we jump back real quick to some of those other things that, like if we go back to the um, earlier days of creation. Um, and jump in your time machine and yeah, go, go back, back a couple, couple days. days. Um, or a couple, lots and lots and lots of years and then a couple days. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but some of the other things that God created and mentions that they were good. Um, one song for this episode that we we tend to do that is bring up a song. Guys, there's so many songs that are so good and connect to so many topics. And I feel like I don't even realize it until we sit down and talk about these things. And I'm like, that reminds me of a song. Yes. So 
So, and this might be one of the best ones yet. Um, mm-hmm. Although Firm Foundation from like our second episode is like one of my favorite songs ever. But this one um, today, So Alive by Hillsong. That's your song. That's your song to go listen to. Um, that- you might need to set a, 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 about a half hour of your day out to listen to it. It's a little bit of a long song. It is. It's not, okay. it's not a half hour. It is going to, it's like six minutes. Please don't scare people. You should listen to the song. By the way, you may need a half an hour. No, you won't. Um, That song, though, it just has, sometimes we pull out specific lyrics to talk about from songs, and this one is just so hard. There's so many lyrics. It's so compact with so many good things, and just... It, yeah, definitely, definitely it. is. Uh, if you want a challenge of a song to memorize, here's your song because it's like every <laughs> verse is completely different. Um, and yeah, it's very just lyrically packed. You get it memorized though. That would be impressive. Yeah. Um. And I would like to hear you perform it. <laughs> but speaking of that song, so yeah, first of all, definitely would recommend to go listen to that t- this week. Um, secondly. One of the lyrics, the one of the many good lyrics in that song is, it says, I can see your heart in everything you've made. And I think this goes back to, I think we, I mean, everything God created was perfect. Mm-hmm. Now sin entered the world, but I still think there's so many things that we can still just see God's perfect hand in. Yes. There's so many things that if you actually think about like how that works or how this is created or how things operate the way they do or so perfectly. I mean, there is no other explanation that that any of that could have happened by accident. And that is what I believe is there are so many things that are so good and have such a design that there is no way that it could have been anything other than the hand of a perfect creator that allowed mm-hmm. all of that to go the way that it does. The intricacy of so many animals and i mean human like how just incredible everything is and how everything works together and oh my goodness if you just start talking about like um like outer space like stars and other planets like just just how pure like vastness of everything it's everything is just like so much yeah that in itself i think is just and I, I was going to, I meant to look this up before, but um, one thing I had heard one time, and now this is going to maybe, I, I should have done my research, but. Are we going to share facts um, that might be? Well, <laughs> I, uh, I'll look this up later and maybe we can put it on our Instagram or something. Um, but I think I was one time hearing from our leader of FCA in our district. He's a science teacher, but also a super strong Christian. And I think that's super cool. And he likes to talk about some of the sciencey things that point to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I remember him saying once, or somebody saying, that if our Earth was just an inch, or maybe even like you know, like maybe like a mile, but like just a tiny bit in retrospect, or not, not that's that was the wrong word. In um, hindsight, no. If our let me start over. If our world was just a little bit closer to the sun, mm-hmm. there would be no way that there would be um, life on our planet or anything like that. And how, like, just perfectly placed everything is and how God, yeah, just God's design is so remarkable. And, I mean, if you want to talk about God's design, I mean, look at yourself. I mean, look in a mirror. Every part of your body and how it works together, how everything is so connected 
and just works the way that it does, it's crazy. I mean, none of that can happen by accident. It's just so... There's, like, not even really words to describe it. I mean, it's just... It blows your mind if you think... Pause and think about it. Mm-hmm. I think there's other things, too. Just, like, some of, the, like, the more phenomenons, like, that, like natural phenomenons that we see, like... Um, well, obviously, this this kind of ties back to a different part of the Bible, but, like, when, like, a rainbow appears in the sky, like, that's mm-hmm. so cool. And I, that if you is a little later in Genesis with mm-hmm. Noah's Ark and the promise to never flood mm-hmm. the earth again. Um, but still, like, yeah, that and um, just, like, sunsets and sunrises, like, the beautiful colors that we get to experience. Not and, even the way things work together. If you just look at the pure beauty of beauty, everything yeah. and all of creation i mean it's just so perfect and so beautiful and it's so cool to look at that and just think that the same creator that made those beautiful things made those mountains made the water made ev- the sunsets and everything and looked at that and said that is so good made you and you know what he said that is very good mm-hmm. which is so cool because we talk about we talk about how beautiful all those things are, but then sometimes I feel like we look down upon ourselves and think, well, I'm not good enough or I'm not worth it. But if God can create that and call that good and then he can make you and call that very good, that is, that's amazing. And I think that that's such a truth that we can learn from this that is so important to remember. Very important. Yeah. I know. I think, um, I don't know if you're wanting to move on, but I just no, keep, keep I just keep thinking of more things. And one thing that I've been truly like just blessed to be able to experience is going camping and going hiking. And so I've got cousins that live in um, Oregon, Northeast Oregon, in like in the mountains out there. And if you guys are listening, um, do the stories for you guys. But um, I think they listen sometimes, maybe. Um, We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but we've gotten to visit them out there a few different times, like three or four times. And when we go out there, we've gone backpack camping a few times. Mm-hmm. And if you think you've experienced the wilderness, um, maybe you have. Maybe you've been in that much wilderness. But that is by far just the most remote I've ever been is when we go backpack camping. We drive like miles from their house and then climb miles up the mountain and camp up there. And that, I mean, truly, if like that's where I've feel like I've seen God's like just noticed how amazing God's creation is the most when you're up on top of the mountain, you can look out over everything and just there's no there's no man-made creations up there. It's Mm -hmm. just God's creation. Yes. And I think. I mean, God's design is the only design that is truly perfect. And I think if we think anything less, like if we look at ourselves and we think, I'm not good enough, or we look at anything else he's created and think, that's not worth it or that's not good enough. And if you think something, I feel like if when we think that something else would be better, like, oh, well, if only I was made like this, or if I looked like this, or if only this was different, that is like, God created you and he created you the way that he wanted to be. And saying that something else would be better is basically like saying that God created it wrong or God did it wrong. And we know that God is never wrong, that God is perfect and he always is. And to remember that because of that, we can know that he can never make a mistake. And so that everything that he does is perfect and you are created perfect. 
yeah, I think it's important to remember that when he says that, um, and you know, when he created Adam and Eve, and he said that he saw that they were very good, that's not just talking about Adam and Eve. That's talking about people. That's talking yes. about all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Super. You gain nothing else from this episode. That is the one truth that I want you all to remember <laughs> so much is that you are so worth it and you're so enough and you are perfectly created no matter who you are or where you are or what your story is because God is your creator. Yes. And that alone is mm-hmm. enough of a reason. Yeah. That That is like the number one thing. I think another thing with that same verse that is also important to remember is that the people around you were also created in God's image. Mm-hmm. And that's something I think maybe all of us struggle with. I know I do. Yes. And I think we see people that are different from us, whether it's the things they like or their opinions or mm-hmm. their political views or their, you know, just anything that is different between you and the person next to you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we forget that it wasn't just myself that was created in God's image. It was, and it wasn't just the people that I liked that were, that I like or that are created in God's image. It's everyone. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a really good reminder. And when you keep that in mind, um, and I, I'm not saying that this is something I am perfect at. I struggle with this a lot, but when you keep that in mind, it's a whole lot harder to treat someone poorly because mm-hmm. When you ha- have the context in your mind of this person was made in God's image, it well, changes the yeah. It changes the way you see everything. I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I think that's something that everyone can keep in mind more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would make a big difference if we all were able to keep that in mind uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. So, everything was made in God's image, and people were made in God's image. However. Then sin entered the world. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, here's all this like great stuff and then sin. But when Adam and Eve sinned for the first time, God specifically commanded them that there was one tree in the Garden of Eden that they were not to eat the fruit from. God gives them this whole beautifulness. And he says, you can eat anything, do anything. This one thing is off limits. And I think sometimes people might question... Okay, well, if God didn't want to put him, put, wow, words are hard today, which is not good when you're trying to record a podcast. Um, if God wanted them to just live in his perfect plan, why would he have put the tree there in the first place? If he didn't want them to eat from it, why would he put him there? And the whole thing is, this concept is getting a little bit more, like, I don't know, it's a deep concept and probably cannot give enough time to it in this one episode, but it's like the concept of free will. If God had given us them the whole garden and nothing was off limits and there wasn't any way for them to sin. Well, I, if there isn't a way for us to choose something else, then I, then we, I think then God's plan is not like, it's, sorry, you go. The thing is we need to, the thing about following God is it's something that we have to choose. And if it was forced upon us, then it's not like it would, I guess be as genuine because there would be no other option. But I think that God says, here is an option. You can follow me. You can choose to live in my plan or you can go do your own thing, which is a choice. And 
I love you, but I have to give you the free will to choose because otherwise God is the creator of everything. If he wanted to, he could have just made everybody a bunch of God-loving robots who would have no other way but to just be like, yes, like, but when he gives us the free will, I really think it changes the heart posture because it becomes something that we now have to choose for ourselves and we have to decide that God is somebody that we want to follow and put at the center of our lives. And that uh, that means giving up things. Um, choosing to follow God doesn't come without things that you're giving up. In this case, if they had chose to stay in the perfection of God, they would have, yes, they would have given up that tree or given up whatever was on it, but it was there and it was the choice of free will. And eventually um, they were tempted and, and chose it. And that was what ended up separating them from God. God said, okay, I see this and I see your choice, but unfortunately, like with any bad choices, there's going to be consequences for it because that's what, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when they sinned, then sin entered the world and eventually that people were acting in such a way that sin was just taking over everything Mm-hmm. And they were acting in such sinful ways and they were worshiping other gods and all these different things. And then that's where Noah's Ark came in mm-hmm. to play. And um, Noah was one man who was still following God very faithfully. Mm-hmm. And so he commanded Noah to build an ark and took his family on it and two of every animal. And it's a little more complex than that. But I mean, mm-hmm. generally two of every animal um, and then wiped out um, mm-hmm. everything else. Um, that could be a whole nother episode, though, so we don't need to go too deep into <laughs> that. But when we're talking about sin entering the world, it's like, oh, wow, you talked about all this like beautiful creation and then like sin. But that's not the end. Mm-hmm. And what the Creation Museum um, goes through and what we're going to kind of, you know, go to next is that all of this leads up to why we needed Jesus mm-hmm. and why Jesus came to this world. It's... The whole plan is set in motion, even though this is so far before, many, many years before Jesus is ever to come, right from the start, the whole plan of, if you could summarize the Bible down into like one little thing, this, the, of the whole book, what the main story would be. It's the concept that Jesus is our rescue plan and we needed somebody to save us and Jesus came to be that rescue. And that started from day one or not not day one, but right from the beginning. Day one is confusing when you're actually talking about a story that revolves around days. Right from the beginning, we needed a savior and God put that plan in motion of he was going to send Jesus to save us. Yeah. And I think this is a really good topic being that it was just Easter not that long ago Mm -hmm. um, because we were just celebrating Jesus' death and resurrection. And um, yeah, when Jesus died, I mean, when, when Adam sinned, death entered the world. And then when Jesus died, he, he died to give us life again. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So as one man brought death into the world, one man brought life to it. Yep. Which is, I think, just so cool to think that one person could do that. And this is a concept that's talked about in Romans in chapter five, um, talks about verse 18 says that just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people. So one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people just so good yeah a concept like going with those verses right there that the creation museum used was the first adam and the last adam mm-hmm. first adam being adam 
Um, and then the last Adam referring to Jesus, that the one exactly what those verses just said. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a lot. And we know that that covered a lot of different things and a lot of big things, like important topics and things that are sometimes, I don't know, a little more interesting to talk about. Yeah, I think creation, I mean, we hear so many different things from science and from the world that mm-hmm. um, are not what the Bible teaches. And so mm-hmm. sometimes there can be some confusion um, surrounding creation. And hopefully we maybe cleared a little bit of that up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you still have questions and you get the chance to someday go to the Creation Museum, that clears up a lot of questions and it's really cool. So obviously if you live in Minnesota, that's a little ways away, but definitely would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you just have questions and ever, like we said, if you want to reach out, send us a message, we can do what we can Yeah. to, or point you in the di- right direction to someone that can yes. clarify some of those questions. But yeah. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully the audio was a little better and <laughs> we will uh, see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.